Warning the following program contains world premier certified ball players and credible interviews. Latest hottest content material may not be suitable for people with the following medical condition original phobia. Acute player hater disorder. No jumper. No handles. Allergic to playing defense. If you suffer from any of these conditions, contact your coaching staff. The License to Ball podcast where certified ballers play, and now here's your host, Hip Hop. Welcome to the show's Hip Hop. Welcome to another episode of License to Ball podcast. Willow was very busy over this past weekend at the Champion Classic. We're going to do a recap and takeaways of that. A lot of out-of-town teams, a lot of teams had to cancel because of COVID. So we couldn't see some people, but still in all, it was a good tournament. Can't complain at all. Loved it. Got to see a lot of basketball. That I normally don't get to see. Which is cool. I know like Dante Bass. The Hoyas commit. Very explosive. I asked the dude, do you play football? He said, no. I said, you play football right now, you go to NFL, man. As a wide receiver. A couple years of college, you go. You be in the NFL. Guaranteed. Dude is so athletic. We had an interview of his, but we lost a lot of footage of that tournament. And it's killing me. Hopefully that SD card will show up. You got misplaced. We're doing a show now, so we can't do a lot of that. But man, that day one, we got a lot of plays. We had Cambridge stuff on that. We was working on making a Cambridge mixtape from out of Kale. That stuff was on there. Other stuff was on there. Kayla Banks. Uh, I just hope it comes up. That's something you don't want to lose, but it is what it is. We're still going to talk about this on the podcast. The Champions Classic over there. It had different pools. Kind of cool. I think it's the third year doing, third or fourth year doing it. And they, they had different brackets honoring legends throughout Atlanta, which is real cool. Made a lot of contacts, made a lot of new media people. A lot of people doing podcasts now. So it's a lot more competition in podcasts than I realized, but I didn't do it for the competition. I do it because it needed to be done. And I've been wanting to do this for 15 years. My man, I told you, 10 years, I mean, since I've been doing Gym Right Insider. So this this is nothing changed, man. We're going we're gonna to keep it going and do what we have to do. You know, we're going to talk about Dillard. Dillard won the Big Doug bracket. Y'all might know him as Doug Lipston, but around the Willow Way, we call him Big Doug. One, that bracket, they were led by two players, too. They had one player was Derek Lovett, 
Average 20 points for the classic. And the other one we had Dwayne Wimbledon. And he averaged 17 points. And they end up winning that thing. Defeating Kale. Couldn't make it out to that one. Just sending box scores. Seen the majority of the games, though. Couldn't make out to that one. Close game. 60 to 56. Diller squeaked out that game. That was big time. Then the other one we have is the Willie um, Boston bracket. When it was Lanier. Was led by CJ with 15 points. He didn't beating, beating them and winning. Beating Hiram, 72 to 57. Beating pretty bad. But Lanier's not being talked about enough, I guess. He want to show and prove and show out. So guys like me will talk about them more. This stuff, I mean, Atlanta basketball is bananas. And since I've been going and came back, I have never seen it this busy with this much electric talent and games. So much content just blow your head. That's why we need so much media to cover all the stuff. This whole all the media don't cover all the same stuff though. We can't do that now. Oh no, no, no. We can't do that. But a lot of us are. We covering the same events. I know we want to cover big time players, big time games, but this is basketball, baby. We gotta cover this for the love of the game. At least I think so. Now we had Shiloh. Man. When the Lee Hill bracket versus Fed. 69-49. Shiloh is some junkyard dogs, man. Coach got them playing hard. They fight. Man, you don't really want to see that team, man. That team play hard, man. Play so hard. They had a good game plan going on. You can't shut down Caleb Banks. They contained Caleb Banks. He needed a little bit more help. Coach was missing in action. I'm not sure COVID got, coach got COVID or something or something came up. It had to be an emergency for the head coach not to be there. Caleb a little bit frustrated. Couldn't get the ball as much as he wanted. The man still averaged 16 points for the tournament. And he did good. Got me a dump that I needed. Hopefully, I still got other footage. I can make that master mix for him. Really make him a real serious mix. I see people just throwing clips together and just trying to get some likes and uh, follows and views. They're not putting the heart and soul in, the, in his clips because he got some nasty stuff he be doing. The dude got a nasty game to him. And they did a good job of containing him. He tried to get in the post a little bit. You got him. Got him some baskets. I like to see design plays for him. I don't care if they know he's getting the ball or not. I like to see design plays from a single and doubles for him. Elevated screens. Singles and doubles and elevated screens. Don't let him bring that ball up. Use two man to get him open. 
got to be setting screens from the singles and doubles and elevated screens. Got to get this man the ball. And teammates got to be looking for him. Sometimes his bad shots are good shots for that team because he's going to carry the team. They're going to go far as Caleb is going to go. So they got to they got to notice that as a as a unit. I think that's my personal opinion. Singles and doubles, man. Singles and doubles, like you're in the line ordering fast food. Let me get a one with a single and double. Elevated screens too. On defense, I like them. See them half court trap. Don't let the other offensive team get set up because they don't have a lot of size. So keep them discombobulated and put Caleb at the top of the key. As long as he's not in foul trouble. That length, get them started. He can get some easy baskets off some traps. The ball, that's why I like to see with them. But Shiloh, one Lee Hill, Lee, Bra- Lee Hill bracket. And Peyton led them with 15 points. That's a team you don't want to play. And Shiloh got a tournament coming up in a couple of weeks, too. I talked to Coach. He want me to come over and cover that. We're going to chop that up. Then we'll go to the game of the night. Pepper Book versus Windsor Farce. Windsor Farce is that out of that big city down there in Savannah where they bring a lot of players out, but they don't get a lot of respect around their own field. But they part of the Atlanta bunch. When we say Atlanta, we talking about Savannah, at least me. When I talk about Atlanta, I'm not from Atlanta, so can't take no offense. When I when I say Atlanta, I'm talking about all of Macon, Augusta, all you guys. Because I don't territorialize it. I'm not from it. So when I say Atlanta, I'm talking about all you. But once or far as got a big time kid from the Hoyas, Dante Bass. He played very well. Even Perlbuck ended up winning the game 84-58. They kept him the reins on him. Windsor was trying to do all he can. They had a fan out in the stand saying, I heard Pembroke's the top 20, top 20, top 20. Let me get some of that top 20. Let me get some of that top 20. Let me get some of that top 20. I think that's the worst thing he could have done. Trying to get the fans riled up that came and seen his team play. Get the team riled up. Well, he got the wrong player around. They got a miss, Mr. Young. Cam Young riled up. He riled him up so good that he scored by 11 points in that stretch of him. So he got to get some of that. Let me get some of that top 20. Let me get some of that top 20. Y'all top 20. Let me get some. Y'all going to get some. Ain't Mr. Young. Score 11 points in that stretch. Averaging 23 points for the classic. Play real bad. Ride or commit. Going up north to play on the East Coast. They came all the way down here and got him. And he every time he made one of those three, he was looking at, you got to give me some of that 20. Got to give me some of that 20. Got to give me some of that 20. Looked at him. And finally, he got him to be quiet. But he kept looking at him. Let him know. Don't ever do that again. I like he let his game do the talking. He didn't say nothing to him. He just looked at him. Just looked at him. So, you know, it was real big time. And Dante Paz averaging 23 points. Flirting with a triple-double. Getting an average of double-double. 
for the whole tournament. That's big time, man. It's real big time. When we come back off break, we're going to talk about the all-tournament team for the Classic. We missed some people. Don't take offense to it. Only could put in all-tournament team what I have seen. I do work a nine to five. I actually work a nine to seven. Not a nine to five, a nine to seven. So we put in what we can see. If you miss us, man, hit us up and let us know, man. We do put you on the show, do an interview, talk about your performance, man. We miss you, man. And no offense to this championship classic all-tournament team. We come back. We're going to talk about the all-tournament team. This is Caleb Banks, and you are listening to License to Ball. This is Trent Markwith with Relentless Hoops, and you're listening to License to Ball. This goes Washington, head coach at Pelbrook Hosco. You are listening to License to Ball. You're tuned into the hottest prep basketball podcast, License to Ball, where certified ballers play. Leave us a rating and review. Don't touch that dial, dial, dial. <laughs> Who am I kidding? This is the internet keep rocking with license to ball and now back with your host hip hop. All right, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Now we're going to talk about this championship classic all tournament team. It was real hard for me to pick this out. I had to go with stats a little bit too to help me out with this. And there's no particular order. No position. It's positionless. So we had five point guards. We just had five point guards. So, you know, it is positionless. And the first one we got on the list, the Alabama kid, man, Caleb White. Averaging 20 points for the tournament. Got a little bit of Al Tariq in him. Sophomore. They won the state a couple years ago. Kid got some nasty handles. Got a crazy shot. Grow a little bit more. He's going to be really a big monster. And like with, with Alabama, no knock to Alabama. It's just what it is, what it is. Because they got classifications in all, in all states. So Alabama population is lower than Georgia's. Georgia has more people in so you have more of a talent to pick from. That's where these classifications come from. If I got three thousand kids, I got more. Th- I got three thousand more kids to pick from. If you got a thousand, yeah, you can here and there every four years or whatever. If you just got a good area you live, in, that's just rare. But majority, for the most part, if you got a bigger population, go to that school. You're gonna have more to pick from. You know, school gonna be bigger. They usually gonna be. They beat a lot of 1A schools or 2A schools. Even the top 2A schools will hold their own. But overall. So you can see in this classic of champions. It wore on him a little bit. His tongue hanging out a little bit. Atlanta basketball a little bit something different. It really, it's, something, it's, something really, it's something really different than anything else. Is really it is really different. A lot of people don't understand. 
but he played well and he wore out. So he could take that back to the drawing board and learn and assess himself and realize how what he has to do to make this situation better. So, you know, which is so good. Learn from this. And it's going to go back to Alabama and it's going to destroy those teams even more. Or restore those teams even more. When they go back there, because it's a different level of play. Then the next one we have up from the all tournament team is Pepper Book. Cammy Young or Cam Young. I'm not sure how you pronounce his name. He averaged 23 points for the tournament. And man, he's typing on those dudes when you see him shoot. They did a shoot. Do he shoot that damn good? You're just thinking, man, do he do he shoot that good? And this is amazing. This is just keep going. And they overall the whole team. The old, overall, the whole team shoots very well, and they're going to be a tough out. And they got a real big game coming up very soon, two or three weeks, playing Newton County. And that game going to help decide who's going to be the state champion, I really believe, between those two. Don't matter who wins that game, but that's going to be decided because I, I always think about the miracle on ice. Sometimes your losses, you learn more from than your wins. So one team might be able to reconstruct, go back to the drawing board by the time state come and better handle that. But that dude was all over, all over the three-point line, just wetting it up. He got a wet J. What this dude from Detroit, I remember he's a janitor from Detroit at Marietta High School. This is years ago. So that kid got a torch on him. I said, oh, man, I got to start using this. He said, yeah, kid got a torch on him. I said, oh, man, I ain't never heard that before. It's crazy. But I do a good. Ryder can make a really stroke that ball. A lot of line of basketball now, it's got to do with coaching, which is good. They're doing more playing to their strengths, What sounds crazy. A lot of coaches don't. A lot of coaches feel like, hey, I'm this. I won seven state championships. I got 500 wins. They can conform to me. But I believe great coaches conform to their players. So you see a lot of help to skelter trapping and pressing and playing to the strengths of the size because size is lacking in Atlanta, but skill and players ain't lacking. Still got some tough guards and everything, you know, which is good. But that dude, good ball. He's going to get a master mix by the end of the season by Jim Ryan inside as well. Now that kid playing, you know. Then we got my man. Seems like we talk about him on the show. Every other show, Kayla Banks, Indiana commit. He leaving the court with no bullets in the, in the gun. Trying to carry his team. You can tell his back a little bit tight. No, not knock to rush the team, but he's an elite player looking for another elite. He used to playing with another elite guys because I'm Celtics. Man, that, that roster was loaded over the summer. So he used to playing with these guys to really take the load off of them. 
Oh, if you having a down game, they could carry the team. But this man averaged 16 points for the tournament. Did what he could to keep his team in there showing out and showing why he's a Division One player. Love the kids. Kids so respectful. Cool manner. I like the kid a lot. Which is so cool. And then we have up next is Dante Bass, his teammate from the summer ball at Atlanta Celtics. That's what I'm talking about. You got guys like that. You get this man averaging Dante Bass, averaging a double double, almost a triple double, clearing that paying out like a fly swatter, Windex and stuff, banging on people. Still in the ball. Didn't get a rim. No break. The rim was crying. How much he's all over that rim. Rim just crying. Play real hard. Leads with his athleticism. Sometimes he leads so much with his athleticism. It's a, at a default. Which is crazy. But it's all good. When the Hoyas get a hold of him, Union. What well, then Union had, Patrick Union had, Coach Union, as a player, he had a real good post-up game and shot. So if he just could implement any of that game that Coach has and implement that shot, that turnaround, and help him out with his game, he's going to, be something tough because I, I think when it's all said and done, I think he's going to be, I already know how his game is going to be. He's going to be like Patrick Union Jr. How his dad developed his son's game because his son's very athletic. Very athletic. Play above the rim. And I can see that going on but a little bit more of a jump shot. You know, so I could see that if he just make him anything kind of like his son, that dude is going to be a baller. You know, that's, that's what I could see going on. On that. So, yeah, they got, they got some studs out there, man. Some serious studs. Another player on on the all-tournament team, you got Derek Lovett, average 20 points out of Dillard. Balling out of control. They came in town and really did it up, man. Really, I mean, came in town and made a name for themselves. Catching alley hoops, hitting threes. You got one-two punch. But another man that is on the all-tournament team, Dwayne Wimberley, he averaged 17 points. Those two right there. Ooh. It's something else with them. And we're going to have a surprise Guests on the show today. As of right now, we just got a 
text message that a player that played in the in the classic gonna join the show. And I can't wait to have him on the show. Been wanting this dude on the show. Been talking to him. Text me and say he wanna join the show today. We got another one. One more. We got Austin Corner. He averaged 17 points a game. Played very well. And Austin is teammate of Caleb White. Those two bringing the hell in that backcourt. Man. Those two is ridiculous what they be getting into. That's double trouble right there. I'm naming them double trouble. From the double trouble twins here in Atlanta. Because on the court, those two, they're not twins, but those two are double trouble in the backcourt. And Mr. Austin know how to sell his fouls. He get fouled. But he really sells those fouls. I'm like, man. You got that little neck jerk. Had some fans in the in the stands were talking about it. Was complaining about it. It was hilarious. It was so hilarious. And if you're not subscribed, please subscribe or follow. We enjoy your comments. Keep getting your comments. You can find this podcast anywhere. You can find podcasts, share it, tell people about it. Podcasts growing more and more. Trying to do your good service, y'all players, and give y'all exposure, cover y'all. We miss anybody? Leave it in comments. When you go see a team, leave it in comments. You can get in contact with us. It's easy. Jim Radden sounded like a bag of dirt. It ain't hard to find us. To keep it up. We ain't checked the numbers in a while. We got two overseas countries. We got the Netherlands and the UK. Listen to this. We got about 40% of the states had their downloads, which is cool. Trying to get that growing up and get more interaction with this podcast and more listeners. Trying to make it very entertaining for y'all, man. So when we come back, we're going to have a special guest. He should be calling in. And we're going to interview him. Played very well in this tournament too, as well. Very well. Man, man, man. Very well. I right, don't touch that dial. We'll be back. This is Keller Banks, and you are listening to License to Ball. This is Trent Markwith with Relentless Hoops, and you're listening to License to Ball. 
This goes Washington head coach at Pellbrook High School. You are listening to License to Ball. You're tuned into the hottest prep basketball podcast, License to Ball, where certified ballers play. Leave us a rating and review. Don't touch that dial, dial, dial. <laughs> Who am I kidding? This is the internet. Keep rocking with License to Ball. And now back with your host, Hip Hop. This interview is sponsored by SUV TV Experience Sports Live Streams, original content, highlights, and more. Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fined, so y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. I'm going to answer with the same answer, so y'all can shoot if y'all please. I'm here so I won't get fined. I'm here so I won't get fined. What's going on, Donate? How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. First time watching you play, heard a lot about you. Georgetown commit, going to play for Coach Union. Play for Windsor Forest yeah. down there in Savannah, man. You did a lot of big things. I Me mean, average a double double this weekend, man. Yes, sir. Um, you know, I wouldn't. I would. You know, my role in my team is to do a lot, and it comes with a lot. So I just embrace it all. Okay. What's some of the main things they ask you to do? Um, just do like just do extra always. Like I'm I'm there to score, I'm there to rebound. You know, that's the basics, but just the other part, talking on defense, being a positive um factor on the team at all times, even when things seem like it's seem like going Seem like it can't go even worse. Just continue to be positive. Push my teammates, motivate them. Um, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, I don't know if you got a nickname. I just came up with a nickname for you. I don't know. It might, I might throw it away and come up with a better one. But I don't call you the handyman. That's what a handyman <laughs> do. You know, you, you call a handyman, you got the sink out. Got he come fix it. I got a little, <laughs> he might not better repair the whole roof. But I got a little mm-hmm. bit of leak right here in the ceiling. Can you get that, handyman? Yeah, I got that. Man, I got a crack in the concrete. Can you seal that? I got that. <laughs> I got a patch in the carpet. I got that. Yeah, I'm going to start calling you the handyman right now. That's going to be your nickname, the handyman for right now. I like that. <laughs> and you play like that too, man. You play all over the floor, man. You try to shoot form, drive, post up. Was consistent there all the time. And you had one of your coaches out there watching you play. I, I, I peed game. I saw him. I recognized him. He surprised I recognized him. Came to watch you play from Georgetown. But mm-hmm. consistently, you control both ends of that glass. And I hate, I hate the sand. But they got to do it nowadays because players don't play hard. Two-way players. Mm-hmm. You supposed yeah. to be a two-way player because last time I checked, only football, you sub out for defense. Then offense yeah. come in, you got special things. So you you have no choice to be a two way player. So it's so sad that we got to label two way players. It's crazy. But what did you take from coming to Atlanta, coming up and play? Did you meet the your team and personal goals coming up to Atlanta and, and showing out? Uh, yes, I did. Well, you know, I really wanted to go three and zero, but I, I learned a lot that that uh, pepper game. Well, I learned a lot from each game, and I know what I got, I, and I know what I have to get better on, and 
well, we have, well, well, and also what my team has to be better on. And, that, and that's the main thing. Like I didn't, I wasn't really like too upset about the loss that we had, but it's, you know, loss is a lesson. So I just took it as a learning lesson. And, and then we just, and then we, just, and then we just gonna come back to Savannah, and we're gonna apply, applying the things that we learned up there. We're gonna just keep on working on them, um, going harder in practice every day. And I think we'll be all right. What's well, share some of the stuff you learned? Um, some of I learned is. I got. To, I got. I had to get started. I had to get started as soon as as soon as jump ball. Um, at times, at, in many games, I, I give too much hope to uh, to other teams, other players. When I know that I could just murder them, but I just like I don't know. It's like I don't know. I, I, it's this voice in my head just telling me, like, just you know, just I be looking forward to. It's going to go off. Lead yeah, by example. Yeah. But now nah, I just I just gotta I just gotta start harder. I just, I just gotta I, you know, the energy that I bring is gonna is gonna is gonna it's, my teammates are gonna benefit from me. If I start off slow, then we all start off slow. They feed off, off you, okay? And hard and aggressive, and we all be then we'll all be all right. That's what's up. When you some people born leaders, mm-hmm. and you gonna be I think it's two types of leaders. Me just thinking out loud, talking to you. I think you're a born leader, and you could be develop a leader. And use the leaders are developed. If they're not a leader, born leader, I lead by example. Mm-hmm. You know, you do the right things or something. I'm I'm been born a leader. Me personally, I didn't know I was a leader to middle school. Some people was doing some things that they didn't supposed to be doing, but I was I was hanging out with them, and mm-hmm. I saw what they were doing, but I didn't do it. Like probably like back days years ago, they were putting rocks in kids' jackets. Like it's the end of the school year. I think it's right around this time, holiday season, because they had jackets before we went on holiday break mm-hmm. in middle school. And they putting rocks in the jacket. They're throwing the jackets on the roof. I just <laughs> laughed and I thought it was funny. I didn't do it, but I saw them. So when the jackets came up missing and they knew the jackets came, they came and got me. And brought me in the office with a whole bunch of administrators. I'm like, why I'm in here? I didn't did anything wrong. So you don't get it. You're the leader. Mm-hmm. They follow you. And we know you know about this because you're the leader. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, I'm a leader. I'm like, this is the first time somebody told me people follow me. I'm like, oh, okay. And I start thinking about it. Like people actually do follow me. I just didn't realize it, you know. That that's what's up though, but being a leader it got it got its benefits and it has its cons. But I love the benefits to me, really, man. I love leading leading people. But let's get back more on this interview about you. But um, let's get more into what is your best game up here in Atlanta? Um, I would say my best game was. In my eyes, well, maybe in like the fans' eyes, they would say it's Kale. When I had 25 and like 15, something like that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that wasn't really, that wasn't like that game. I, I didn't feel as I played best. The game, the game I feel like I contributed the most to the team was our last game against Hamilton Heights. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was, a, it was a low scoring game, but my team, um, I had two early fouls. I don't know what they're not, but I had two early fouls. And then um, I just kept that same like 
I started off the first quarter strong with great energy, and then I got pulled with, I think, like two minutes and 30 seconds left in the first. And then um, the whole time I was on the bench, like usually our bench would be like quiet, like not really, not, not really into the game. But um, as soon as I got on the bench, like I was just still in the game because I wanted to see my team. Like I really wanted to win this game, and that's, and that's any game. I always want to win, I'm so losing. So I just I try to do whatever I can to make my, to bring my team that extra push when I'm not able to help them on, on the floor. So I'm the most vocal one on the court. I'm telling you, I'm yelling over coach, cheering my teammates on defense and offense. Uh, and like even when they're on the ball, I, just, I still tell them a good job when um, when they are running on the court because you know kids like to hear that. Like a lot of like young folks like 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 they all like they all really like to hear positive things and just being just being con uh, congratulated. No, you got they back. Yeah, with me, yeah. Like with me I don't really, um, I, I don't really. I, a lot of the time, I tend to focus on the negative too much, rather rather than the positive. So like, people may congratulate me, but I really don't be hearing it. Like I don't be, I don't be really hearing congratulations like in the game. Like just like you hard like, on yourself. Kind of, like yeah, like that's the kind of stuff that that, that like that, like people like players want to hear. They want to hear. They want to hear good 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 job. Even when even when they feel like they aren't they aren't doing good, they still want to hear it so that can give them that extra push to continue to strive hard and, and then just do more. Your toughest critic. Um, that's what I like. You pinpoint. You you went win or lose. You look at the game and see what you did wrong and focus on that so you can get better. Because we all know nobody can play a perfect game, but we strive to play a perfect game. So you want to get close as you can to playing a perfect game. Makes sense. A lot of sense to me, man. Make a lot of sense yeah. to me. Let's, let's switch over to a little bit to Georgetown. Why Georgetown? Um, Georgetown is nothing. I, I, I'm a firm believer in everything happened for a reason. Um, I had a lot of schools interested in me and talking to me, but it was, it wasn't any like Georgetown. I feel like, um, they just they just connect with me like on like a different level. That's what's up. And how are they gonna use you up there? And what they talk about developing you up there? How are they gonna develop you and use you? Um, because uh, you said I'll be probably like a three, a three playing like three or a four, but I see myself being a, a real key role in any position that I that I, that I go to. No, no matter no matter no no matter where I'm at. I just, I just, I just going, I'm just going to do what I got to do. Just stay on the floor, and if I can't be on the floor, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, the, I'm gonna be, the, I'm gonna be, be the biggest fan of my teammates. But my, but my main, uh, my main goal is to, is to just start off my freshman year great and have, and and hopefully have a great career at Georgetown. Oh, you will. I think you're gonna do good there. Are you familiar with Patrick Union Junior? Um, um, I, I have, I um, I haven't talked to him yet. Oh, okay, y'all play the same way. Just to let you know, y'all have the same type, similar type of game. So, I'm pretty sure he' gonna probably be helping y'all a little bit when he's around. Mm -hmm. He's gonna be helping you develop your game because y'all got the same kind of game. He is, he don't play nothing like his dad. He plays more like you, very explosive. <laughs> y'all around the same height, you know, play above the rim, control that glass. I, I actually witnessed he played at Marietta High School here in Georgia, mm -hmm. so I watched him play a lot. It's before I even covered media. That's why I was like, man, I was so mad at myself. Like, man, I could have been covering all these guys. Winston Tubbs, he was on that team. He was good. You know, and they had another guy, I can't remember, a guard. But 
they were oh and they had Chris Ellis Dale Ellis on on that team too as well man they used to go back and forth with Wheeler that games would be like standing room only they wouldn't let people in the fire marshal saying they can't have no more players in no more fans in I mean but check out his game y'all kind of play the same it's kind of funny that you're going to play for his dad and you play like his son you probably should mention that to coach you next and talk to him because he probably oversight on his part he gonna play you know what you're right damn you're right you do play like my son because y'all game kind of similar man really is it's cool man i love watching you play i like watching players play hard mm -hmm. and play with passion you know, you don't do a lot of talking, let your game do the talking, which is so sweet and cool. That's big time, man. I'm going to be watching you play. I'm going to be watching some Big East games. Checking you out yes, next sir. year. Right, you want to give a shout out to anybody who's going to be listening to this? Sure. I mean, I'm, um, I don't know. <laughs> I know what I'm I got you. But my family, you know. My family, not. That's what's up. Came to the line to get exposure. That's yes, what's up. Mm -hmm. All right, till next time. We plan on having you on at least a couple of more times before you go to, you get big time on us and forget who we are. We want to have you on at least a couple of more times. Yes, sir.